So actually being here to begin with is hard work. And he says, and you know, he goes, many of you have children that are earth angels. And how you can yeah, tell they often are in, in fa- Very often they're in, they group in families. I see that. Yes. So just yes. just squeezing into the to the body of the mother, probably right. To just yes. have to be so dense to to incarnate is that that's yes. also a challenge. It's not only just being here this challenge in this more uh, this dense three D world, but also yes. the act of incarnating is also difficult because of that. Yeah. He says the whole process. He goes, Mom, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And he says, and so the thing is, is you get here and you forget what a big deal that is because you're here and you're like, hey, I'm like everybody else. I'm like everybody else. And I'm trying to be like everybody else. But he says, you'll notice that in childhood, you know, you you looked at animals a little bit different. You felt for the animals. You felt for the Mm. earth, the trees, the wildlife. You stared at the sky. He says there's certain things in the earth angel child that stand out with the sensitivities and they tend to be connected to earth and connected to humanity at large. So let's talk, let's, let's talk mm -hmm. more about that. The characteristics of an earth angel child. And also then maybe we can go to talk about the characteristics of an adult once they've grown to adulthood an earth angel. Mm Mm-hmm. So he says characteristics as a child, he says, well, let's, let's look at some physical characteristics because there often are some similar things that are physical. He says one would be the eyes. And he says, and not necessarily eye color, but he says uh, brightness, a brightness in the eyes. He says, um, you'll know an earth angel baby because they tend to look at you differently. They stare right through you. They wow. look right at you. Oh, my God. They're Eric looking did that. deeper. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. I remember that so much about Eric. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. this this little mm-hmm. baby that just was born minutes ago is looking right into my soul. That didn't happen yeah. with the other kids before that. That's right, and he says that's right, Mom. And he says because it is a um, it's felt right in them from day from day one. He says we mm. feel it, and so we can see it in the eyes. And he goes, and what's commonly said, the eyes are the windows to the soul. Mm-hmm. And so he says, and that's really true, because when you're looking right into the eyes of an earth angel baby, there's nothing in there that is connected yet to the human experience. Mm. You are looking right into the soul and connected right to that angelic space. So, wow. you so it's not cool. filtered by, by other, by nasty other that's lives right. and all that. Yeah, I got it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's Any right. other physical yeah. characteristics? Um, he says that uh, a lot of times um, there can be, um, he says that we've known them as angel kisses, and so they can be certain type of birthmarks. Um, he says oh uh, sometimes God. they come forward yes. as a little strawberry or um, even just a, a little birthmark that is like a certain little shape. And he says even mm. some of them have hearts on them that look like a little wow. shape of a heart. But he says those are called angel kisses. And wow. what those are, three of my like kids have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And we call yeah, them angel kisses. They are. They are. He says mm-hmm. that, he goes, where does that come from, Mom? He goes, it comes directly from the angels. And that's the truth. Oh. Um, he says some other characteristics is, he says, uh, the earth, earth angel child tends to be a daydreamer. Um, tends mm. to be uh, a wanderer, very interested in communicating with animals, that connection with animals. Um, the other thing is, too, is he says there's a, a certain sense of creativity. And it doesn't have to be a perfected creativity, but many earth angels are very much into, like, um, arts and crafts or putting things together, but they put things together for a purpose. And it's usually, Mom, I made you this. I, I made this Aww. for you. I made this to make you mm-hmm. feel better. I made this Aww. to take care of you. He says, because the earth angel child is very concerned about making those that are around them and supporting them, make them happy. He says there yeah, tends to be a, a certain Eric. level of care. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, what else, Eric? <laughs> he says, um, earth angel hair. 
That's another thing, a physical characteristic, the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, he says often earth angels, uh, when they're young, tend to have very soft or very curly hair. He mm-hmm. says like as children, witsbies, curls. Um, mm-hmm. I'm asking him why, and he says it's, it's, it's like a beauty trait, a beauty trait of the angels. Oh. <laughs> What else, Eric? How about um, behavior? Said, if, if you, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he was just saying um, uh, earth angels tend to have a sense of peace to them, um, mm-hmm. a, a sense of seriousness as well, because as mm-hmm. the child starts to become integrated into society, into school uh, with the other children, they can withdraw into themselves and be quite mm-hmm. serious, even though at home they may be very carefree and very happy and um, able to play on their own. Um, he says the earth angel child uh, often is the one that wants to bring people together to solve problems. They um. are often the ones that tend to seek out the problems. He says earth angels um, also have a high empathic level to them as well oh yeah so they really do feel not only for themselves but they can really pick out where somebody is um uh say there's a child that's being picked on um they're very Mm -hmm. much for justice so they will go and help the child that's being picked on um have you ever seen have you ever seen that youtube youtube of those little kids that you know you can look it up just by saying it's drizzling. It's raining because these little kids are. are my mom says it's drizzling. No, my mom <laughs> says it's waning. And then there's this earth angel. I know she is that's trying to heal them and actually touches their heart. It's really a magical YouTube, and they're just oh, so cool. cute. Anyway, well, he says that um, actually that that's a little lead in too because Eric says, and mom he goes they tend to be magical. Ooh, magical. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Well, he says, um, is imagination. He says they tend to have yeah. a very vivid imagination, um, <laughs> believing in things that are way beyond what most adults around them would believe in. And he says, and part of that has to do with their connection to, uh, especially as they're younger, before they start getting a little bit older, he says, um, particularly their connection into the angelic realm and how they still feel it and how they oh, still yeah. see it at times. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, uh, what professions do earth angels often gravitate to? What professions? Mm-hmm. Careers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or being a mother. I mean, um, he says it depends um, on the type of earth angel because um, he goes, there's categories to it. So um, if you have an earth angel, light worker, cross, they might gravitate to something a little differently than he says. And we'll talk about the, uh, the earth angel, the the one that we've been talking about, like the, he calls it like the uh, base earth angel. He says to okay. be drawn to things like um, uh, veterinarians working with animals, um, he's showing me right now, like, um, ones that work with um, animals that are endangered or mm. working with animals that are um, like a, a project. Like he says, something that has a connection to humanity. So ones that travel to, say, help aid sick animals or working in a oh, shelter. Yeah. He says it, mm. it's that, that part of... Uh, holding together a piece of the earth or a piece of the animal kingdom. And so there tends to be something that's supported in that area. He says the other thing is, too, um, earth angels that are connected in with light workers tend to go closer to humanity, to the people. And so they work more in service with the people, whereas earth angels that, say, are not in the same category with the light workers tend to go more towards professions that are connected to earth to um, the trees to the green to the rivers to the water um, anything that has to do with um, marine life and saving Um, and and of course he says 
there are many earth angels that are also light workers. And so you can have a little bit of everything, meaning you could have somebody that's very drawn to people and is also an arborist. You can Wait, have, I thought that um, all earth age, all I thought all earth angels are light workers, but not all light workers are earth angels. Is it just that some earth angels are not so yes. connected to the light worker status and some aren't? Yes. Yes. There are? Okay. Yes. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. What about healers? Are all earth angels healers? I mean, everybody can heal. Um, but. Yes. Yes. He says it's really it's more like it's on a it's on a degree. So okay. um A healer can be both, can be earth angel or a light worker. Um, He says, but there's also um, ones that are connected to, uh, he says, let's say they're more of an earth angel. They're going to be more towards um, holistic, like holistic treatment, um, medicine. Ah. Um, Mm -hmm. He says, um, things that are connected to healing the body from earth. So things that are connected to like, what can I use on earth to be able to create healing in my body? Um, He also says that there's some, um, he says different healing modalities that are connected into sound. Um, He says like a resonance that comes from the earth. He says that you, he says, mom, he says, um, that is you. That is you. You are um, medicine and healing in the body. And he says, but you're mm-hmm. also a light worker. So okay. you, you have a few different pieces to you. But he also says um, your move, like different things that you've done in your life, is moving into different areas of your yeah. abilities because they're also connected into humanity as a whole as well. Okay. Interesting. So what percentage of earth angels are, go ahead, I'm sorry, what? No, he just said, um, uh, like, nutritionists and that, too, with earth angels, like nutrition, clean eating, that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. And what about psychologists, counselors, people, those that help with mental health, so important. Are they mostly light workers, earth angels, a mix? Um, he says a mix. They tend to have that um, a higher light worker energy to them, and he says, and, okay. and that's only because with light workers, there's um, he says there's a higher drive with like mankind. Um, it's it's sourcing with the light and working directly with people. And he says the other thing is too to understand the difference between the earth angel and the light worker is the earth angel is just just is the earth angel comes onto the earth and is on mission and exactly what they're here to do by simply being because their vibration whether it's within the family that they're set into the community the area on earth that vibration helps sustain and raise the vibration around them so it's it's like a network he says that's why they're spread all over the place now the light worker he says is more connected into action. It's more like um, taking action to then bring forward that raising of vibration. So he says you can have both. You can have both, but he also says it depends on what your blueprint is of what you're coming in as to do what you're here to do. That leads me to ask a question. Say soul X, like, you know, John Doe soul earth angel is he mm-hmm. always an earth angel every time he incarnates or is it like ah, I'm, I'm going to be an earth angel this incarnation i mean is it once an earth angel always an earth angel or is it no not that way? um eric says that there's um more incarnations as an earth angel um he says that it's usually an earth angel he says like earth angel earth angel and then earth angel light worker because they expand they expand oh, into okay. different things. So, no, he says you don't have to. He goes, some do. There are some that stay in that area because that's their specialty. That's where they choose to be. But he mm-hmm. says a lot of times our natural, our nature is to expand, is to grow. So okay. with our incarnations here on earth, we start to pick up 
Um, and he says this is where we talk about karma, um, good karma. We pick up lessons and things that we learn. So when we come back in, then we start to expand on those things and grow into those uh, experiences. Uh, so you can have several incarnations where you're not an earth angel, you're not a light worker, but then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you can decide. Is that the, Who decides whether you want to incarnate as an earth angel or an earth angel light worker mix or a plain light worker? Who decides that? Um, well, he says it's it's your vibration that decides because it's it's oh, through okay. your experience. So he's like it's how you ah. how you originate. So he says it's it's through the growth process. So it's an organic process more than a decision. Ah, I gotcha. But he says your your guidance team. He says we all have um, a team with us that helps us create the experience as to why we're going and and how we're putting it together but it's more our natural vibration that we're moving through rather than a decision of jumping kind of one place to the other all right is having an imaginary imaginary friend as a child is that sort of an indication that the kid might be an earth angel or is it just yeah a lot of kids are like yeah. that no, that's, that's he says, Why he is says, that? Is that a guide? Yeah, tell me um, about that. Who's the imaginary friend that hang out with the earth angel babies? Well, he children. says, um, particularly, he says, um, earth angel children because their vibration is on a higher scale. And so he goes, children in general do see into the vibrational field more than adults do. And that has hmm. to do with their openness and their age and their not being as affected by their environment at a young age, but earth angels tend to come in with guidance. And he says, Ah. so um, whether it's an angel or a guide, he says a lot of times it's part of their guidance team. Um, It doesn't always have to be an angel or an angelic uh, connection, but it often is. And he says, and they come in with that sense of, knowing that there's somebody there with them. Now, not all of them carry forward that guidance with knowing, and a lot of times Mm. they go through a process of losing connection with that guide for one reason or another. It could be a choice of their own, or it could be through experience where they start to block it out, and then that's when they start to get that sense of missing, that sense of loneliness, because they had carried that with them for a period of time in, in their childhood. Yeah, so let's talk about some of the negative, um, the, the disadvantage. I don't know what the, really how to label it. I, I hate labels of being an earth angel. I, I feel like a lot of them, they come in with a high vibration partly, maybe, well, and, and they put a lot on their plate because they're, they can sort of handle it because of their high vibration. But so many of them just get beaten down and beaten down just the stuff they've agreed to experience mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, is that true? It is. Eric says, Mom, a lot of them will volunteer to incarnate into families that have, um, he says, there's members of of the family or families, uh, or there could be an ancestral line through the family that is a very heavy vibration, and they volunteer into that environment or into a community environment to take on the challenge of existing first existing, Mm. but they also tend to take on other experiences because they know that their presence, they know that their, um, their being is helpful. But what happens is he says they can very easily, because he says burnout is something that is, um, uh, it's very common under, uh, he says, even if they're not in say uh, a field where burnout is common, burnout in life. Being burnt yeah. out, being um, unable to work through some of these really heavy, dense situations. Because he says, Mom, it's hard. It's hard. Life in general is hard for a lot of folks. But he says, you know, when, when you're going in with this higher vibration, you're also often coming from the place of your heart. And so it really hurts when things are done against you. And so that oh, starts yeah. to he says it's not that the vibration goes away. It's more like it gets covered up. So he says think uh, of it as a bunch of weighted blankets being thrown over yeah. you. And so it's very hard to move around and you feel very heavy and very pulled down. And so that's what they and tend stuck. to do. 
Yes. Stuck. And 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 well, stuck. Do, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and they just forget what they're here to do, and they forget exactly how divine they are. But um, why do so many Earth angels feel lonely? I would say oh, probably almost every Earth angel feels lonely. It, he, but 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 it's a loneliness that doesn't make sense sometimes. Like yeah, I got friends, blah blah. But for some reason, I feel lonely or that I don't belong. Those two things. Why is that, Eric? Well, he says there's you know two really good reasons for that. He says one thing, Mom. Like we just talked about having that connection, having that soul that's right with oh, us, connected mm-hmm. to us, and guiding. And then we, whether it's through trauma, whether it's through blocking it out, or whether it's it's planned to be part of the experience, that we no longer have that guide with us. We no longer have that angel that's walking with us that we were so aware of. But because mm. our connection is masked, he says, we don't, we don't fit anywhere else. He says, coming from a different vibration is like coming from a completely different planet, which is what a lot of the yeah. seeds experience as well. And oh, so yeah, they get there lonely, too. Yeah. Yeah. And he says that's why it's and also teachers, very people, Yeah. And spirits who come down mainly as teachers, yeah. uh, more evolved souls, they often tend to feel lonely, too, because students just come in and out of their lives and just leave yeah. them after they've learned their lessons. So, yeah. so earth angels, yeah, starseeds and teachers, this is a, it's a rough yeah. Really okay, star seeds. How how many, what percent of Earth angels are star seeds? Um, he says. Uh, I guess on a scale, he says, um, just less than half. He says. Okay. Any particular galaxy? I mean, uh, star system? Pleiadian? <laughs> Arcturus? Yeah, a, a lot of Earth. A lot of Earth angels come from the Pleiades. Um, he also says um, Arcturians as well. Okay. Okay. What um, about light workers? What? Uh, oh, go ahead. Um, he said that uh, a lot of light workers. He says light workers are Pleiades, also Arcturians, because um, he says remember. Each one of these, like same Palladians, he says there's many different types. So, oh, okay. He says we could break it down into different types of Palladians. So, he says, and that's something that he says we're going to discover more as well. We're going to start to discover okay. more of these species. Um, but also, um, oh, what is this other one? Um, I can see them. Uh, Serious? No, no I, um, Andromeda. No, no. Andromeda. Thank you. Oh, okay. Andromeda. Cool. Yes. Yeah, that's another one that's very common for um, for star our star seeds and light workers here. Earth angels too. Sometimes he said because he says you know the thing is is because it's not really set in stone, and you have to think that he goes it might come out a certain way, and so there's uh, things that we do on Earth that are more purpose driven from that earth angel vibration and that light worker vibration but a lot have had incarnations that have crisscrossed and he says um been seeded through other planets and dimensions oh. as well so we can have a okay. little bit of a lot of different things in us all right can you uh, uh, talk about the connection between earth angels plus minus light workers with uh, extraterrestrials and alien hybrids? Well, he says um, earth angels. Um, there are earth angels that he says would be considered ETs. That okay. not all earth angels are one type, if that makes sense. Okay. He's like showing right. it as um, the angels that we that we imagine, that we have been told, Mm -hmm. that we see with the wings, with the halos. He says it's like a a vibrational field that he says at at the bottom here we've got, he's showing me a cone right now. So we've got the angels Mm -hmm. that we think of as earth angels, but then he says it's like a family of light. So these angels have ascended or descended from ETs. Oh, okay. What about alien hybrids? Germination. 
cross, been some cross germination. Okay. He says, um, <laughs> he says, um, like, do you mean, do you mean like, uh, hybrids, like different types? No, no. Like, uh, that you know how, 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 uh, the Anunnaki's, um, they created human alien hybrids yeah. Yeah. during the Egyptian times and stuff like that. I, I can't remember. Yeah. So are, 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 are some of them well, earth well, not, Okay, so that's what he means by germination because he was what he was showing me was I do want to say it, but anyway, um, he uh, he says that um, so with the angels that he was talking about where he says like the earth angels, uh, he says like in all seriousness he says um, mutation or cross germination. Um, he says mm-hmm. that this is how we have created, um, he says, our species. Because oh, yeah. He says that okay. it's not just one type. It's It's been interbred or crossbred. So that's oh, why yeah. he says that right. we're not all, because when we talk about star seeds and light workers, he says we're not all pure earth angel. Yeah, we're all much. Well, it, we we're kind of much. are. We kind yeah. of are because he says if you think about Think about, um, he said, the best explanation is think about how we are on Earth. And so when we're on Earth, we can look at all these different races. But races have have intermixed. We've had all different types of, you know, we're all over the world. We partner up with different people. And so really, he says, when you do that DNA ancestry, when you do that and you find out where am I really, where am I from, and he says, and eventually yeah. we're going to be able to do that sort of thing and find out our actual DNA. We're going to actually wow. to find out where we're seated from. So he says, that and that's so what we're cool. headed to with technology. Mm-hmm. But he says, so we're going to cool. find that our ancestors, and he says, and what we're talking about is kind of all coming from the same thing, but we might all have slightly different percentages from it. Interesting. All right, uh, let's talk about earth angels and the the power of manifestation. Well, maybe when they're beaten Mm -hmm. down, they can't, they don't, they don't have as much power to manifest. But anyway, can you talk about that? Yeah, he says, he goes, well, the thing is, mom, he says, when we talk about the earth angel and we talk about um, actually being, the act of being. So he says, to manifest, he says, you have to accept that you're a success to be a powerful manifester. He says, do we manifest naturally as we are every day? Yes, we do. But to manifest in a direction to be able to create what it is you desire, you want to be able to accept the goodness within yourself. You want to be able to accept yourself as valuable, accept yourself as a positive, uh, deserving being. And he says, so it's, First of all, being a uh, an earth angel is accepting that. And it, he goes, I don't mean accepting the title. I mean accepting your goodness, accepting you where you are. Yeah. Because he says that's the first key in being able to manifest anything in the direction that you want is to be able to see that I am divine. I am divine. And I am valuable where I am. And he says, and to remember that you came into this world divine by your mere existence, by the actual being that you are before anything ever happened to you, you already came divine. And he says, so it's understanding that the experiences you've had are not you. They're your experiences. Okay. So that's the first step, he says. Very cool. What else do you want to say about it? Well, he says the other thing about manifestation is uh, to speed it up for an earth angel, you really want to practice your giving and receiving. So yes. practice. How do you do that? You know, well, giving, he says, is, is natural to an earth angel. So he says, where would it be something to kind of curtail? He goes, are you giving? Are you over giving? So really look at the areas. Am I giving too much of myself to the point where I'm creating burnout? Am I giving too much of myself where I'm taking away from myself? So he says you want to balance that. But look for that in relationships. The same with receiving. 
Where can I receive in my life? Where do people want to do things for me? In what relationships are people trying to give me something? And I'm saying no, 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 because I'm uncomfortable with receiving. And he says, and that's something that's really natural to the earth angel is it's very difficult to receive. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Absolutely. But he says that's really important with manifestation because manifestation is about having good boundaries. Good boundaries is is something that we have to understand with giving because we want to be able to give to be able to help but not give to the detriment of taking away somebody else's lesson from them. And so right. we creating that vibration that helps that ebb and flow and that openness mm-hmm. is doing that and then also being able to receive. So we're creating that flow. We're creating that pattern. And he says, and you can do that in every day. And that really comes, he says, from really paying attention to what's happening in your surroundings and what's happening in your relationships, what's going on in your relationships, and listening. Listening. Because sometimes it's so easy to say, no, no, don't do that for me. I got it. I got it. And he says, and I'm sure so many of you listening, right? I mean, and me that, too. That so mean. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, right, is, so, it is challenging. Hmm. Oh, it is very challenging because we just want to do all the helping and not the receiving. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. Michelle, when she was like oh, two or three, she had this imaginary friend named Riri Coslin. Eric, what, mm. what what was going on with your sister there? Of course, then she went through this time where she was her friend Clayton and she was Batman. But but we'll start with Riri Coslin seemed to be, or maybe it was Christine. I don't know. One of the girls. Riri, and sometimes they call it Riri Coslin. Eric says it's a spirit guide. Mm. He says it's a spirit guide. All right, guide. I figured. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, you, you want to say anything else before we take questions? I mean, call? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, Eric just says, um, he says, guys, he says, you know, um, it. it <laughs> Everything that we're talking about tonight, he says, is is going to touch on something for everyone listening. But he says, mm-hmm. um, most importantly, he says, you are a big deal. You're a big deal. He says, you're here yeah. and you're listening to us. You're a big deal. And he says, so we know yeah. you're a big deal. He goes, it's really important that you know that as well. But he's rubbing his hands together. He says, mom, let's take calls. Okay, let's do her. All right, got somebody from the... Six three zero zero area code. Hi there, how you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Who are we speaking Hi. with? First name at least. And where are you um, calling well, from? Well, thank you for taking. Thank you for taking my call. Um, A pleasure. My name is Dion. I've called before. I'm calling Hi, from yeah. Wisconsin. Hi. Hi. So, um, this may sound silly, but I'm just in, like, I've got so much going on, and I feel like I can never, like, think straight, but I had someone contact me I went to high school with, but it's, like, she's not, like, a bad person or anything. I just have, like, so many trust issues that, you know, obviously I don't trust anybody, but, like, um... I just, I have a hard time, like, trying to figure out, like, who I should be friends with, who I shouldn't be friends with, just because I had so many, like, people that did bad stuff that, like, I don't even know. You've been betrayed. And I've been betrayed. Yeah. Eric, is this this something that has plagued her lifetime after lifetime, this, this theme of betrayal and lack of trust? Um, yeah, he says that, um, John, you have had that in other lifetimes, but he also says in this lifetime, um, there's relationships or a relationship in the past where uh, it's fear of that repeating itself, mm. of it happening again. Yeah. So he says um, he wants you to kind of look at this situation and, and look at those that are coming towards you. And he says, first of all, Tap into a place of holding an optimistic attitude with it. So he said, like, it, it's it's really easy for us to go to that fear of I don't want to be burnt again. I don't want to take advantage yeah. of me. But he yeah. said, but 
take the experiences that you've had and that feeling that you had and remind yourself that, you know, you've gone through that experience so that you could recognize red flags. You've gone through that because you don't need to be able to go through that again. And so when somebody new is coming towards you or somebody's coming to connect with you, he says, don't hold it in front of you as something that you have to have this deep and, you know, really deeply intertwined, connected relationship. But what can you create it for yourself to be in this moment? Can it be an acquaintance? Can it be a good conversation? You know, can it be, can it be a connection on a level that you're comfortable with? And, and ease yourself through in that way. But he says, but, but hold an optimistic attitude for it because what's coming for you is to be able to help you trust. But the best way to trust is to be able to practice that within yourself. Practice that within myself. Yeah, okay, well, I get what you're saying with wait, that. What about, <laughs> do you think the past life assessment with Veronica Drake might help her? I mean, it's yeah, usually the aggression. Eric, Eric said that um, that would really help her work through um, kind of the parts that feel like uh, I don't exactly know why this is so bad because there's some other things too that um, will come up. He says if he connects, if she connects in with Veronica, there's some other things that will come up too that will help her be able to move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's amazing. Just check her out, Veronica. Just as long as I won't have to like deal with it. Like I feel like this life has already been so Like I don't want to hear like whatever it is, just clear it out. I don't want to hear about. Like I don't know anymore. No, that's when you get to the root. When you get to the root, and you you cut off the head of the snake, then this life, you know, yeah, it's it's the way to do it. You got to get to the root. Telling you. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks, Dion. Thanks, ladies. Bye, sweetie. All right. Let's see. Six, seven, eight. Area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hey. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hi. Michelle. Hi. I'm good. I'm, I'm surprised I got answered. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask what my purpose in this lifetime would be. And well, also, what's your purpose? Right, anyway. Oh, I'm Paige uh, from Georgia. I'm sorry. Where what what is it now? I'm Paige from Georgia. Your... Oh, Paige. Okay. Paige from Georgia. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So um, so Paige, Eric says hi, and he's like wink, wink, hi, hi, Paige. Oh, morning. Yeah, you learning. guys must know each other well enough. Like Paige, do you talk to Eric? Oh, I talk to him all the time. I just don't yeah. know if he can hear me. Yes, he can. And so this is the other thing. He says, you're never alone. He says, accept you're never alone. And he's saying the universe. He's showing me the universe. So you have like a um, communication, like a spiritual teaching, um, communicating with spirit. Are you working on okay, that right wow. now? Um, no, I'm not. That, I'm just a little lost with that stuff. Um, I've known Eric since I was 15. I did a calling with him, like, back in 2012, yeah. I believe. And he told me then to work on my communication. But I'll say yeah. I, I have not done the work. That's okay. He says he says you'll get there because he's yeah. right with okay. you. <laughs> he says Aww. it's all in time. He's also saying, too, that, you know, um, the path that we take, Sometimes when we hear things, we may think, oh, well, I've not done anything yet. But he says, you know, there's a, a process to it. And he says, and, and you get those knocks on the door louder and louder when it's time. Well, you're heading into your time. Okay, I can definitely feel it. I've definitely felt the shift lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, awesome. So does he, well, like, have any suggestions about what I need to do just to get started? I'm ready to start. And well, what about communication, I'm like? I was going to ask, uh, Eric, do you think she should start, like, automatic writing with you? Yeah, what he's actually, that's different. <laughs> see, Elisa, you just channeled that from him because what he says is, I know, I feel like it. Talk yeah. to me. He says, talk to me and, and write down, like, write down some questions and let it flow. Let me flow through you. 
ask okay. questions, and he wants you to ask questions about your past. He wants you to ask questions about the universe. He says, let's start a conversation going, because you're going to find that you're going to go into a, a zone. You're going to go into a space, and you're just going to keep writing without thinking. You'll just keep kind of writing. And he says, you'll see the words going down. And he says, it's not going to move like the pen is moving on its own right at first. But he says, what's going to happen is, as you start asking questions, you'll start putting words down, and then you won't really think. You'll just, like, go to the next word and to the next word, and then when you read it back, it'll be very clear that it's there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, right, I, thanks, I mean, while well back, I asked. Oh, okay. Thank be you, sure guys. you uh, keep it up as to how you do. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for page. Oh, it's awesome. All right, uh, everybody, cool. be sure you give your name and where you're from or living in. And all right, we got the seven seven five area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hello, this is Denise from Sunnyvale, California. Hi, Hi. Lisa and Michelle. Hi. Hi. Eric says hi. Um, hi, Eric. It's so great that you took my call again. Originally, I wanted to ask about spirit, any messages from spirit guides and past lives that I might have shared with my granddaughter, Carly, who I have a very, very spiritual close connection with since she's 15, mm. or my mm. sister, Claudia. Hmm. And now also I would like to know if either Earth Angels or light workers, Granddaughter Carly and Sister Claudia. You you are you are an Earth Angel and um Eric's bringing forward your granddaughter. What's your granddaughter's name? Carly. Carly. Carly, okay. So the two of you have been sisters in a past life. Um, he's showing me what looks like a, mm, a very green area. Um, I'm not sure what air, uh, what continent this is. Um, oh, Greenland. Greenland. Um, oh, okay. Farm. Oh, wow. Uh, he's showing me a farm, and there's a lot of birds. There's a lot of birds. The two of you, what I can see is the two of you are very close in age, um, both blonde-haired. Um, that makes sense. Eric says twins. Um, the two of you are twins. Uh, wow. Says the connection that the two of you feel in this lifetime is because you both share a higher self, like um, uh, sometimes Whoa. like soulmates, a higher self can be shared together. So you've incarnated together in different roles that have always paired up in one way or another. Um, He's also saying that there's like a spiritual teaching that's going on because your granddaughter is of service in this world because she's an earth angel. And she's also got that uh, taking action, taking the action into the world. And, um, now she's uh, she's an animal communicator. Because Eric keeps showing me the birds and saying that how you were able to speak to the birds, how you're able to communicate yes. with them, and you can My, communicate with animals as well. Wow, <laughs> that's so great because my my dad, um, my mother has hummingbirds feeders out here, and I, I'm here with her. She has Alzheimer's and she's 91. Mm. And mm-hmm. I was talking, my granddaughter was saying how they didn't like her haircut at school. And I said, don't you let anybody tell you you're not beautiful. And I stepped mm-hmm. out on the porch and right then a hummingbird buzzed right in my ear. At that yeah. same wow. time, I went, dad, yeah. of course that's my dad. However, yeah. you know, I hadn't associated the hummingbird, although I, I do communicate with my dad. And I, and whoever, yeah. uh, like right now I have chills. I know he's here with me. Yes. And um, that's just so yeah. awesome. Go on. That's I'm, really I'm cool. running. Thank that thank is so calling. awesome. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Oh, that's cool. That is so cool. Wow. All right. That's very cool. Somebody from the 666 
I mean, 662 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hey, this is Daniel Brock. Hi, Daniel. Hello. What you got for us? Where, where are you from? Um, where are you calling from, Daniel? I'm calling from Mississippi. My husband, Michael, passed away two weeks ago this Wednesday. Oh. And I just miss him. And I'd like to oh. hear from him if I could. Okay. What, what is his first name? Michael, right? Michael. Michael, yes. Oh, Michael. Okay. It blocked out for me. Sorry about that. All right. Can you bring, what's uh, Michael's uh, first initial of his last name? Is uh, B for Brock. All right. Was, All right. Was Michael, was Michael ill? Was Michael um, ill? Yes, he was. But did he have cancer? He wasn't diagnosed with that. Okay. He was uh, said that he passed from a pulmonary embolism. Well, you know, a lot of times cancer can cause hypercoagulable state. Very often, the first sign of cancer is a pulmonary embolus or a deep venous thrombosis or something like that. Did he have cancer, Eric? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. um, he never went and got tested for cancer. I don't know. I've always wondered. Eric, Eric what he says that, yes, yes. Um, he was um, he, he was thin, thin man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I'm just I'm getting him for some reason standing from the side. He's standing from the side and he's just kind of turning and looking at you. Um, so he's standing right in front of you and kind of looking at you from the side, and he's just having a lot of gratitude for you because what you have done for him in his life. Because he's just seeing how much he loves you and how grateful he is for what you've done for him. He's also um, he he's already starting to play with the lights. He's already starting to give you signs because the lights are something that are real easy for him, and he wants you to keep paying attention to that, giving you signals of being by you, and flickering the lights around. (laughs) Yeah. Did he suffer? Did Michael suffer? Uh, um, no, nothing, uh, no, uh, uh, Eric, to the, the, no, I'm asking Eric. Eric, how, how was the passing for Michael? Was it peaceful? And how is he now? Um, he he must have been um, it was in a coma at the end of his life. Was he was he in a coma, or was he because um, he was yes, he was out yes. of his yeah because yes, he was yeah. out of his body. What he's showing me is like his eyes being shut and being out of his body and his body still functioning, like being right at the end of his life. Because um, right. it's like no no pain. He also wants to let you know that mm. I don't know what you're worried about, what he didn't, or that you didn't say something to him or you didn't get something across for him because he keeps saying to you, don't worry. Don't you worry. Okay. Don't you worry. So what's on your mind? He's like, don't you worry. And he's quite adamant about saying that to you. Is he doing Okay. okay. He's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. Um, did you guys have a cat? Yes. 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 He's, he's bringing up the cat. Bringing up the cat. Yeah. He loves you so much, and he just knows that this is real hard on you right now, so he just wants you to know that he's loving on you the best that he can. But he's letting you know that he's doing okay, that he's fine. He says you're going to be okay too. You're going to get through this. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah. Thank you for calling. I'm so glad. I'm so yeah. glad you did, Dan. So much love to you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, I bet. Seemed like they were definitely soulmates. These guys. I mean, oh my goodness. So much love. I wish. Sometimes I, I say to Eric, I wish that I could plug in all these feelings like into everybody to just make sure everybody could feel it. Cause what I feel from the spirit is just no. so intensely loving Amazing. and just so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's take um, five, uh, five, six, oopsie, five, six, three area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hi. 
Shayla. Shayla from Manch, Iowa. Is it? Yeah, Shayla from Manch, Iowa. Shayla. Oh, okay. All right. I've had my portal work done. What you got for us, girl? Um, I'm worried about what's gonna my my twin brother has a trust fund because he's got negative sulfuria, yeah. but I'm worried about what's gonna happen to me. I'm not a spring chicken. I'll be 59 in August, and um, oh, you are a spring chicken. <laughs> so uh, what are you worried about? But um, how I'm how I'm gonna get by? I'm living in my dad's house right now because he's not getting around so well he needs a he did he had a shoulder replacement and now he needs a hernia operation and he's got a bad heart and and i'm right here to make sure he eats and and my brother can shovel snow and mow grass and stuff like that but he wouldn't notice that daddy wasn't doing well or whatever and he'll have a trust fund and i happen to know this house isn't paid for anything so i won't even be i he and I together couldn't afford, George and I together couldn't, we're twins. We couldn't t- together afford even the property taxes on this house. I'll have to sell it. So, and it would, and it, I'll be upside down on the thing probably. So I just, and I don't know if my psychic gifts are good enough to be working on something to make a living or or not because I kind of gave up on them when I was 20 because I got scared. And, um, I've been so ready. I've been. I must have hit channeling Eric when it was fairly new, and mm-hmm. I just, I just, I'm not afraid at all anymore. And I, I talk to my grandma all the time, and not really my mother because my grandma was more right. of a mother to me. My daddy. Yeah, I just need a direction to go. I feel kind of happy yeah, here. Practical, it's a practical, practical steps. Eric, what okay, can so do? I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you a couple things, okay? Um, Eric's okay. bringing me two things right away. One is there will be some changes coming, okay? Um, he wants to mm-hmm. let you know that you're directly connected into source. You're being guided through source, okay? Ooh. Your spiritual connection, mm-hmm. when you said, like, you're of service, and right now being of service is with your dad and with your brother. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is that is your you are an earth angel and coming here has so much to do with the support that you're giving. Eric says, trust in that support that you are going to be divinely given what it is that you need. That portal work that you had done too has opened up a floodgate in you because when when you said about your psychic gifts, Eric just was like it she has no idea. She has no idea wow. what's coming for. Because that will not only sustain you but you're going to go to a new level of yourself. And, and this is a level of fulfillment because Eric says you've spent a lot of your life caring for others. And so he mm-hmm. says this is going to start to be about you giving to you and letting the world yes. and universe give back to you. So he says yes. that's the importance of why you had the portal work done because it is very time sensitive. He says to continue doing what you're doing each day. He says, you're exactly where you're meant to be. Don't think that you're off track. He says, don't think that your age or what you're doing means that you didn't do something right. He goes, in fact, you're doing everything right. You're where you're meant to be. He says, get back to practicing in with your connection. He says, whether you're doing it with me, but know that you're directly guided by source. And he says, and and your grandmother is part of that connection too. So he says, oh. start to create a practice each day that you're doing consistently. He says, do something that has to do with uh, communication. He says, do something that has to do with some sort of meditation. He says, it doesn't have to be actual sitting quiet meditation, whether mm-hmm. it's going for a walk. And he says, and go into nature. At least once okay, a day, okay. even if it means standing oh, in the backyard. I have to interrupt. I'm so sorry, but we're we're going to step on the other show. But anyway, yes. thank you so much. The end. We're over time. Actually. Thank you, Michelle. Thank, thank, thank you, everybody. Okay. Love you guys. Love you all. Check love out you. Michelle which we'll have in the description box. Love you all, my sweet Earth Angels, Light Workers, and Healers. Bye. And I love you, Eric. Love you. I love you, Michelle. Eric bye says, bye. love you, Mama. I love you, Lisa. Bye. Love.
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.